Welcome to Fast Facts. I'm Jody. I'm Shelly. We're a new media concept, a co-working space in the design district called The Slate. The most amazing people have walked through these doors. Authors. Entrepreneurs. Community leaders. Dallas natives. And guests from near and far. We're going to bring them in this room and we're going to sit them down and we're going to ask them the questions you are asking too. These will be quick so you can listen on your drive in or your drive home. We are completely off the cuff, but that is the best part about Fast Facts. And the only person you can really be off the cuff with might just be your sister. Truth. Let's see who's slating it. Okay, if you want something custom, one of a kind, and just straight up glamorous. Yes, super glamorous. I mean, like super glamorous, like you're going to the Oscars, Jody. Yeah, no, it is Oscar worthy, for I sure. Know. The name Nardos, which by the way, I love that it's Nardos, kind of like Prince. Like it's not, people don't, mm-hmm. Nardos, do people even know your last name? Or it's just like, because your brand is Nardos. Yes, no, they, they know me for Nardos. Yeah. See, you're like Prince already. Like you're really advanced. Oh, you're I done. love it. I love it. <laughs> Soon you'll have a symbol. Um, okay. So you we, have a storefront, which yeah, I drive oh, by definitely. on Hillcrest all the time. And I love watching you on social as you're making the gowns. I'm like, yes. how in the world, the art of sewing, I feel like it's, is, is mm-hmm. kind of lost. And it's beautiful. Where did you learn this skill set, Nardos? Did, where, where did this come from? Well, I, I just, I believe we, we all have a call. I mean, and somewhere a point of our life we'll figure it out that I didn't know I could do this until like on my 20s and um and I shift gear but my mom growing up we we my mom used to make our dresses so it's one of mm-hmm. those things that you you see her making it but you can make something but you can't touch her sewing machine so you kind of like you have a love for the sewing machine but you can't touch it so for me it was um until I came to ES and um and just start making my own little dresses and then figure it out going to school and find out like I'm not a good scientist or anything in that <laughs> neither are we it's cool so, was the sewing machine off limits off is limits. that what yeah. kind of made it alluring yes it, because it's like it's expensive there like uh, my dad bought her and she had it forever and still there but I just she think that's gonna break any child touched it and I was you know I was anything I touched I used to break it so she she had all the rights to stop me from touching it, but it was uh, it was something that she tarish and then we not allowed to touch it. It was, you know, what's funny about that? I feel like that's the way some chefs are too. Like their mothers wouldn't even they got to watch their the mothers, kitchen. but it was mm-hmm. such a there's such reverence for in your family the sewing and in some families the the cooking that the children only got to watch it and behold it and like learn to look up to it, but they didn't get to do it like alongside until they were ready or disciplined yeah. enough you know you get fascinated with her feet like when I used to mm-hmm. sit next by the sofa and, and I just watch her and move like because it's like you press by your feet like it's like a car so I used to be fascinated when did she stop why did she stop how did she mm-hmm. turn so I used to kind of like shadow her but um I wouldn't uh, I never touched until I came to the ES and I bought from Joanne's a small Oh, from Joanne's fabric. Yeah, I love it. I mean, that's amazing. You and I could do that too, Shelly, but yeah, we right. haven't. No. Yes. That's incredible. Okay. So what's funny about this Nardos is our, our paths have definitely crossed at this stage in our lives, but our um, sister-in-law, Julia, back when you were at Stanley Korshak mm-hmm. in the, in the wedding section, I remember Julia 
Yeah. She designed her own dress with this woman, yes. this mysterious yes. woman. And it was this cool white dress with these giant circular, like yeah. flowery kind of things. <laughs> and she wore it to her rehearsal dinner. And then fast forward, and it was stunning. We, we like left, we left town to, you know, I lived in a different city for what came back. And then like you blew up, this happened fast. It, it happened so fast. And it was that short dress with a big flower in the front. And yes, it was, it was like, it went to Fort Worth to one party and then it came back to Dallas for rehearsal dinner for someone. And it was overnight. It was like, they getting calls. And I was like, who, who is Nardos? Like when they got calls and I was like, it's in the bridal salon. I was still, I graduated from fashion school, but they didn't hire me to be in-house designer. I was their tailor. And ah. I almost, and I almost lost my, and my husband, when I told him like, oh, I got a job where? I was like, in San Luis Oh, what are you going to do? I'm going to be alteration. And my husband's like, are you serious? I was like, yeah, I just need to get in. And it was so funny to see the difference, what it could happen in God's eye um, mm -hmm. and your destiny. But it was one of those things I was eager to get anywhere and to start somewhere. And I almost lost my job the first three months because I made a mistake, alteration something. Oh, no. so kind of there is hope for all of us. So I would. Well, I would, when you're in Stanley Korshak Bridal, the the stakes are high for yeah, <laughs> alteration. Was, then back then it was really like yeah, it was um, it was owned by by Crawford, but before that it was owned by the Hand. So it was it was it was the best place to be to go to shop and uh, and and it was it was the best place for me to learn like inside out the dresses and all of a sudden overnight. Um, it grew and I, I became like number one vendor for them uh, at Korshak. And it was uh, step by step. Uh, it was like 10,000 and then 1 million, like, you know, company was in short time. So yeah. how many, how much time was it a year? Was it two years? Was it six months that you realized, okay, I'm, I need to go do my own thing. Like how much time did it take you to have the courage to leap? To leap? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was. First, I, I knew my destiny, like I want to really design because when I was even at school, I, I kind of won internationally career day um, for theatrical costume and everything. So I like kind of, you know, you're going to do something with life, even when you're in school, they know the teachers, you're going to be somewhere because they see the art product. And so I knew it was my destiny to do something. But at the same time, I would not know how to, God could open doors, but you would not you can miss it. I always say, Lord, close the doors that I, I don't need to enter mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and open, you know, wider the, the doors that I have to go through. So um, it was one of those things. It was not easy to break through. It was not easy from seamstress to become a designer. It was not overnight, but it was a process to convince them to prove yourself that you're a good designer. You're, you got the ethic of work and you're going to deliver on time. Those things were like Every day you have to achieve them. So that was a year of processing. And then from then I went back to Crawford saying, like, I don't want to do this. I want to really focus in designing. And um, they gave me a little bit of that part. And then Neiman approached me after a year to open an account with them. And I couldn't open an account because I was independent designer, but I was directly with Korshak. So I stayed another year again. And then I got another approach and um it took me about, I say, two years and a half to realize that I had to step out and do this on my own. Yeah. And bravo. Well, I want to hear about the design process. You me as too. a designer, Shelly and I are 
I don't know. Shelly's more creative than I am. So I don't know. Not in this arena. I'm I not- love to look inside the minds of like the creative people like you. Do you find inspiration just like within for like things you envision or do you kind of meet a client and then, and then a dress just appears in your mind? Like, can you kind of take us through your, I don't know, in the mind's eyes of Nordos? <laughs> I don't know if I can even understand my mind, but <laughs> maybe that's the genius. Good, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is so hard. No, it it's it's a process. It means that like for the collection, it's a different rally, and for the clients, it's a different aspect. So when I meet a client, some of the clients they know what they want, like they know what color they want, what is the venue, what they expect to look. And some clients they're all over the board, and some of them they really don't know, so they let you be Nardos. And um, yeah. so you get like so many different ways. And then you all, by the end of the day, you help them to narrow it down to what it could be. Um, it is, I because I am trained to do custom couturier, like from day one, I listen to a client and sketch and uh, pick up the colors together. So my mm-hmm. how, most of my mindset is like, uh, I get captivated by my client. I get inspired by my client. I get um to see what is in the mindset of a bride or a mother of the bride or an event, what it could be. But uh, I get to see how they think, what they process. And most of them, they have a dream that but they don't know where to land. Mm-hmm. So I help to guide with that. And um, I love colors. So when they walk into this salon, they see the color. And so most of our clients, they love colors. And we do a lot of, you know, neutral colors too. But um, it's just one of those things that... Uh, you dream, but you dream within what God can do. Like it's just something that uh, I can't explain to it. But even when I do collection, uh, I just I get inspired by pictures, flowers. It could be I'm sleeping and I get up in the middle of the night sketch, and oh. sometimes I can't remember in the morning what I was dreaming. Oh, I love that. That's- very disappointing sometimes. I was like, I had a dream, but I, can't. I know, it was I can't. incredible. Well, and I love that. the sketching part. And you did a sketch workshop. You know, mm-hmm, you you spoke. Us. Yeah, we mm-hmm. and our our membership and our viewers just absolutely loved it. How do you just you put this beautiful sketch down, and it does it often just translate exactly into what it becomes, or do you just watch it change? I can't even understand what it takes to go from a sketch to an actual dress. It, it's, it's amazing you can sell it in 2D, means that like in sketch. Uh-huh. Most of our clients, they buy it from 2D, like as they don't see the actual dress. And uh, most of our clients are across from the country, like 60% of our business is not from Dallas. Wow. And, uh, it's just because it's kind of special, like, and who's going to spend every day, like, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of dress. But um, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's crazy what you see, like from everywhere that they love what they what they want to dress in it they're just so inspiring and when you sketch it they buy it from sketching and they translate it to what it's going to be and it's amazing when you see them from the muslin to first feet how the excitement goes and bigger and bigger and they will say oh can you shift the dress in the beginning and then by the final feet they will say oh i don't want to shift this <laughs> I'm gonna carry it in my private jet or something. Like you know what I mean? I'm gonna fly oh, it for it. But it's amazing how they get attached to it because they're in the process. They creating their own dream. It's their story. It's yeah, their yeah. Story in it. So it's kind of there. It's a. It's kind of like a, a unique jewelry, but they're not gonna put it in a box and ship it across the country. 
So Nardos, who was the phone call that you got that you're allowed to share with us um, that surprised you the most? Where you're like, wait, who wants yeah. me to do what? Who will I sketch what for? What in the world? I cannot believe this person called. Oh, I mean, <laughs> everyone. I don't, I don't know who, but everyone is like so special. But I mean, Jackson, Ali, Ali Jackson, like the singer, the country singer. Oh, Alan Jackson. Yes. So, the, oh, but he's a guy. What yeah, does he want? Wife. His wife. Oh, his wife. Okay. <laughs> and he's cute. There is a most lovely Christian, like, oh my gosh. She just, um, there's a sweetest family. They're in Nashville. They don't live in Dallas. So they flew in for all, like for his daughter and for his, you know, his wife and all of them, I dress them for their wedding and I get to be invited to go to the wedding. It was one of those things that you were like, okay, you guys are, you can get anything you want to, but you know, you decide to fly every fit in to Dallas. Aww. That's so amazing. That's amazing. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Who'd yeah. you meet at the wedding? <laughs> Let's get into that. I'm I, kidding. I didn't think that because of COVID that time was like. Oh, oh. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what in the world? I could have gone, you know? I, who cares about, like, no, I do. But I could have gone. But it wasn't the beginning of the COVID. But um, they're sweet, sweet family. I mean, every day I get surprised. Everyone has their own story they're amazing like even in dallas the soul the uh, you know the maybe they're sweet sweet friends of mine now and there is so many other clients that i really really admire them and appreciate them for what they accomplish and for what they serve it's just amazing and so Yes, because I feel like what's so touching is that you're also working with people for these major milestone lifetime major, events. No pressure. No yeah. pressure. So yeah. how do you suggest like we keep a little bit of glamour in a time when we've all kind of gotten accustomed to our, you know, athleisure. Athleta. Yeah. That's what we're wearing. Yeah. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like in, you know, shelter in place or, or should we all, it drives you crazy. It drives, okay. Because I have seen Nardis, her children go to the same school. And, um, I was in my athleta looking, looking like I've been hit by a truck and she walks in with her husband. Oh, stop Nardos. And she's in this white top to, I mean, we're talking monochromatic gorgeousness. I mean, it was out. She looked like she was mother of the bride that day. Yes, you did. She's like there for a parent teacher conference. No joke. I need to up my game. And your husband with his stuff, do you make your husband's gloves? No, no. Okay. You stay away from that. Uh-huh, no. Yeah. That's not good for the marriage. Okay. <laughs> Bernardus, how do we keep a little, a little bit of glamour in a time when people are dressing down? Okay. The, the hard part is like they wear sport wear all day long. And then when you try to put them in a corset, I can't breathe. That's the first word. I was like, well, uh-huh. yeah, a little bit, but, uh, but it's funny how we become like the stretchy append, like, you know, closing and then when you wear couturier, it's mostly their silk and they're like, they don't have a lot of giving. And we see that every day. And I would tell them, you're not dancing crazy in the floor. You're a mother of the bride. You're not doing YMCA, whatever you do. Just, you're not doing the YMCA. This is a dress to be a lady like. And so I, I, I have to tell them that sometimes because they really want the comfort of um, movement. And we do give them that. But at the same time, it's just not like a sportwear. Oh, and wow. I see that every day I'm, I am praying one day we can wear out white shirts and beautiful jeans, even with a little blazer jacket. And we could go lunch instead of wearing sportwear every day. I mean, um, I can tell you every day I will tell my daughter she's doing cotillion and mm-hmm. she's so athletic. She's not into this all craziness. And she was like, mom, I'm not you. I know, uh-huh. but uh-huh. you have to address 10% of what people see you is what, how you appear. 
So you, you got to dress nice in some places, but the rest of the days you can wear workout clothes to go to your athletic leisure. But, um, oh, then we're kindred because my daughter, <laughs> only, only dress she likes is her private school jumper. She wears, she wears to school, but I tell her all the time, like there's a certain respect that we show with how we dress for certain types of things. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's not about what you want to be wearing. It's kind of a way to show people that you respect. I respect where, where I've been invited to go. And I, and I was, you know, I respect yeah, where I am like church. I mean, when I go to a restaurant, if I see a woman dressed in a beautiful, like even skirt and white shirt, I mean, like I look, I'm, I'm checking the <laughs> hair out, like, because it's just refreshing. Like it's mm-hmm. very hard. Even if you go to restaurants nowadays, it's like, if a person dress up more, you'll be like, well, she's beautiful. It doesn't mean how she look, but how she dress makes her 50% of how she look. And, um, it's very hard how we're going to translate it to our girls. But, uh, it is uh, it is different, but most of our clients they have a place to go. There is uh, an event. There's a black tie event. There is a charity ball. So there is always they're gonna dress up the client that I serve. So what is the hardest client? Is it the mother of the bride? <laughs> is it the bride, or is it the woman going to the charity event? Like which one? Are you the- like, oh goodness, here comes another mother of the bride. Are they harder than like I'm just. It's truly, 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 it depends on the person. It's Mm -hmm. it's not even, um, you see the dynamic mother and the daughter sometimes, but it is, it is truly, I would say, you have to make them feel good about themselves because that's what they're looking for when they walk in. And for me is, I would say, I'll get one person, one, I promise you, one person that is difficult, doesn't know how to, to, she want or what she want. And that person will shape me to see a different vision and that I would take that experience to the next level for me, kind of like it's a teaching lesson. So if there is one challenge, I always take that challenge and finish it. And then I learn so much from that challenge. And I always tell them that. And um, I promise you, I don't have so many hard clients. I don't, I don't have at all. Like, I mean, this last year was not even at all because I was more counselor because of COVID there was a lot of counseling. So oh, no. was, we all need counseling. Trust yeah, me. So it was, I felt like I wasn't, you know, sitting and praying with all my brides. And, um, but I would not, if, as long as they get what they want and they feel good in their dress by the end of the day, they're the happiest people. I never had one client. She would say, I don't like my dress. Oh, Nardis. I, I mean, I think I might be your toughest client if I ever walked in. So maybe no. we'll spare you that, but we'll change it. No, it's, it's women say just want to look good and feel good. I, I promise you, they have their intention to go to a party and feeling good about themselves. Uh, budget is an issue sometimes because they dream like 20,000, but their budget is this thousand. And then you have to compromise someplace. But um, but I promise life. you, they're, that's they're, life, they're Nardis. Kind of, <laughs> I know, me too. I, I you know, <laughs> I have champagne taste. But it is, it is truly... Uh, honor to dress Dallas women, the high society women. They're just, they're truly society women and they know how to handle themselves. You, they, they don't, their expectation is one thing. And if you deliver it, they're the happiest lady. Exactly. Well, with well, that, we love yeah. seeing what you create. Yeah. It always surprises me. I've always, I was told once, Shelly, you always want to surprise and delight people. Hmm. And I feel like you do both. You surprise us because you're like, huh, hadn't thought of that. And then it just feels delightful. So thank you so thank much you, for letting Nardos. us a little bit behind the scenes, Nardos. Sketch it, sketch it, sketch slate it, it. Sketch it, and slate it, slate it. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much. I love you guys. You guys are amazing.